0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart.
1: Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, powder Donut. Okay, what's my line?
2: Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.
1: Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The and ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast.
0: Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski.
2: That
1: man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters.
2: And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man
0: welcome into another edition of the i'm fat podcast sponsored by our friends at dr squatch promo code i'm fat 20 for 20 percent off your orders at 20 dollars or more team hockberg 855-56 david 56 david.com for all your mortgage needs and mazda of orland park call eric 708-444-3200 i am recamp alongside fellow fat Jay Zwaski, jay we're finally getting out of this deep freeze i mean the snow still keeps coming so there's that <laughs> yeah which is not great unless you like uh i think the proper term was put by a friend of the podcast kind of uh adam studzinski who <laughs> said when you're all you're doing is like shoveling a path is it's kind of just like trench warfare it feels like
2: it really does at one point last week i backed out of my driveway and i couldn't see like past the mountains of snow on the ed- on the end of my driveway, so I had to kind of like stand up a little bit in my car and make sure no cars were coming. It's ridiculous. Like how much more snow can we pile on top of what we already have? And I, I like snow. I welcome snow. I look forward to snow in the winter. But enough, like uncle, <laughs> it's enough.
0: There's nowhere. There's nowhere else for it to go. And now, I'm, yeah, like. I'm, I feel like we've made up for the last few years where it's been pretty mild yeah like okay we get it we had it good for a couple winters now can we chill just a little bit
2: yeah I'm so the snow my neighbor's up on his roof like shoveling his roof and he was up he's got crazy icicles on the front of his house uh, and he's up there with uh with a handsaw like sawing ice off of his gutters and stuff it's like okay that's enough I'm just I'm not doing that. I'm not risking my life. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not qualified to do such dangerous things, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that. I would be the guy, like, the second I get up on a roof, I slip and fall off and die. I'll deal yeah. with... A, if, if a leak happens, I'll pay a professional to do it and charge it to insurance. Yep. Life greater than gutters. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, thanks for joining us here on the I'm Fat Podcast. Follow us on all our social medias at I'm Fat Pod. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. We've got our Tea Public Shop. Check the links and our bios to shop at our store so we get the credit we really appreciate it when you do a lot of people have jumped on and bought some new logo gear the new donut logo we everyone's enjoying it we appreciate it Uh, Mm -hmm. so again that link is in our bio we've got a patreon patreon.com slash i'm fat pot if you'd like to pledge a couple bucks to help us out every month that would be greatly appreciated if everybody pledged like three bucks that'd be like life-changing so that would be amazing um I think that covers it, right? Did I hit everything? Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again—all those fancy tricks you can do to help out podcasts and uh, tell a friend. Word of mouth is our is our greatest ally.
0: Yeah, I think that pretty well covers it. Uh, The first thing I want to get to this week is something that I've brought up on this podcast before: food, and it was brought. Well, yes, (laughs) Uh, actually, in a way, very much so, uh, because. I've brought this up, and it was put in the I'm Fat Podcast fan page again this week of just a nice picture of it looks like a really solid, well-taken-care-of Amazon package. Okay, fine. Why is this in the podcast page? Because it was cake! Once again, a second picture of the exact same package with a slice cut out of it, so it's Cake! Jay, how am I supposed to believe that not everything is cake?
2: I just think you just have to try it. Just take a bite out of everything you come across and just to be safe, just to make sure because you don't want to miss out on cake. And I saw the one you're talking about and I looked after I saw that it was cake. I looked at the picture trying to look for clues that it wasn't an actual Amazon package. Like, okay, where is the detail lacking or where is the... Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know, what would you say, like, the um, the finish different? Like, where does it not look like cardboard, where it looks like it's glossed? Yeah. No, this looks like a, a photo of an Amazon package. It was crazy. and and I, I, this, <laughs> I like you are you are the you get upset. I noticed this about you, about the things that look like food that aren't like the crystal that looks like a chicken tender and yes. the uh, the dogs that look like <laughs> fried chicken, all those yes. things. But it's just for safety, because if we bite into something like this and it's actually not cake, well, that's a problem. If If my neighbor sees me taking a bite out of his or her Amazon package, they're going to call the police and that's just not safe. So this nonsense has to stop. I'm
0: still not convinced that ev- that everything's not cake. So,
2: I know. Wait, everything's cake go, if you try I, hard enough.
0: True. <laughs> I mean, you put that on a pillow. Uh, so I go down to my lobby every day, and there are Amazon packages sitting there. So I've been letting this much cake go by without even thinking twice about it. You don't like, know. What kind of life am I living?
2: Well, just start going down there with a fork and a knife, mm-hmm. and just cut a little corner off just to make sure. And then, uh, maybe bring some tape (laughs) in case you were, (laughs) in case you were wrong. Just like, oh, nope, that was an actual Amazon package. I'm going to put that little corner back on there. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, well, speaking of, uh, by the way, this is not about being fat, but speaking of, um, uh, mail issues, I, (laughs) there was on our, uh, we have a little shoe cabinet as you come in our front door of our house mm-hmm. and sometimes hope if she like grabs the mail when she's running out we'll just put the mail on top so there was a wrapped magazine in a package and i'm like oh, okay so i opened it and it was um it was adult themed um, oh. and it wasn't for us so mm. i didn't even look to see the address on the package and so to speak, yeah. And I, so I know it's like it's a felony to open other people's mail. So I open it like just enough. And now, do I? What do I do now? Do I bring it to the house? So the person who gets it is like, oh, someone knows I ordered this now. I don't know. I, I'm kind of. An, I, I think I'm just gonna ask my postal carrier. Like I did this by mistake. What should I do? And they'll just say, just give it to me, and I'll deliver it to the right place but um That's what you're hoping yeah i'm hoping so it wasn't anything horrible it was a it was a playboy so you know uh okay. it, it wasn't like you know like a new
0: one i'm or not a gonna start, one or
2: it was yeah it was a new one it was like a subscription okay. but i'm not gonna okay. start uh naming other publications they're easy to find if you are someone who still pays for that sort of thing like a weirdo Ooh. um <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way before Such we move on joke. yes uh people listening know um I want to follow up a story we had from last week uh, okay. two actually uh, Sean le- left us a voicemail last week telling us about his 13 cheeseburger challenge. If yeah. you missed it, shame on you, first of all. But he had 13 McDonald's cheeseburgers, a medium fry and a medium Sunday in the same sitting. Went home, told his family and his family friends were there. And the friend said, that's great. But I once had a bucket of KFC chicken all on my own. Sean wanted to know what was a greater feat the burgers, or the chicken. We didn't know how many pieces of chicken. Well, now we know. It was a 12-piece bucket. So, Rick, now that we have the final information, what is more impressive, a 12-piece bucket of chicken or 13 cheeseburgers, a medium fry, and a medium sundae? Hmm. Because last week we sort of said we thought the we burger thing because of the
0: carb intake of all the buns. Yeah. I think I'm sticking with that. I think so, too. Yeah, like I think I think that's really close, though. Mm-hmm. Like I tend to think the maybe each like I th- almost think the chicken to burger basically cancels each other out, and then it's just that fry and the Sunday just kind of give it that little bit of edge. But I do think it is really close. There's
2: only one way to find out. We're going to have to do this. <laughs> no, okay. I'm not doing that. I can't. No. Like, I'm one of those people. I don't have the capacity I used to have. It's because I'm old. If I was in my 20s, d- let's go. But yeah. now I'm like, eh, I can't. I just can't do that anymore. Food challenges are sort of out the window for me. Well, you're old. Oh, there's no doubt. I am reminded of my oldness every day. Today, I woke up with my ankle sore. I'm like, mm-hmm. what did I do yesterday? Um, literally what? nothing. I did nothing. I waited for a hockey game to not get played um <laughs> by the way that one was incredible oh my god wait what do you what do you mean the sun is a thing the sun <laughs> who could have thought that the sun would be a problem <sighs> it's my league buddy those are my people but yeah so yeah. I, I i just woke up with a sore ankle i had uh severe acid reflux last night and i do this thing where when i'm feeling like real full or gassy or bloated i do this burp where i sort of like just open my mouth and the burp just comes out it's like okay a, uh, it's like a, it's a reverse burp kind of <laughs> yes. and hope's looking at me like what's wrong with you i'm like i don't know it's that i'm like doing it that way just gives me the most relief so I just like kind of uh, like half open my mouth and then the burp just finds its way out i'm not actually like you know, yeah, a normal burp, you're kind of like, rah,
0: <laughs> you're pushing yeah, it out. It's Yeah, it's more from, like, the back of your throat as opposed to, like, projecting all the way through.
2: Yeah, or it's it comes up, like, through my sternum, and I can feel okay. it, but it, it works. It gives me relief, but it is very odd-sounding. Maybe I'll summon one of those during a podcast someday, and that would be a lot of fun. Uh, we'd have to do it Saturday. So I do take a medication uh, for my diabetes that that messes with my stomach. So I take it on Thursdays. And then for whatever reason, Saturday is my bad stomach day. So that's what happened last night. It was just like, Ugh. And, and all of a sudden, you know, sitting there watching SNL and waiting for the hockey game to start at 11 PM. Um, started getting that little bad feeling. But anyway, I digress. I will get one of those burps ready for you guys someday. Maybe I'll okay. record one.
0: <laughs> I... <laughs> That'd be so ridiculous. Yes, it would. Oh God. I still can't get over that. They're like, you know what, we'll play at eleven o'clock at night. I, I know. know that's that's neither here nor there, but that that's just <sighs> amazing. And that place looked gorgeous too. So it, the fact that they couldn't play the entire thing uh you know, with the sun out is uh is kind of a travesty. Uh speaking of travesties, I was excited to see the concept of Philadelphia Cheesecake Oreo Cubes. This seems about as close to, like, a mass-produced version of an Oreo ball as we could get. So I was very, very excited about this. Immediately go to look, where can I find these? It's a little bit of a hike because they're only available in South Korea. What? Yeah. And I was thrown off especially because the packaging was all in English. Hmm. So... Well, road trip thinking yeah right (laughs) here I'm thinking we've got an opportunity to have like this new dessert that could really change things and then no well the good
2: news is I would imagine even though they don't look like Oreo balls they're kind of the same idea right it's just Mm -hmm. Oreo and cream cheese combined that is the greatest dessert and the easiest dessert to make in the world I, I truly think rick you could do that i know you, you you doubt your skills if you can crush cookies and roll balls you can make this and it's just Excellent. it's gonna be the same taste and then you if you want to for added effect and this is kind of the default recipe you put that melted chocolate on top mm-hmm. you could do i i have faith that you could do this so until these make their way to the states i think there's your short-term answer plus i just googled cheesecake oreo bites And everyone on earth has some recipe for it. So you could do it It, because Philadelphia cheesecake is a very pliable recipe. Like it's something that it's very easy to work with. It's already made, you know, so you don't have to like whip it up. And if you whip it up on your own and it's not thick enough or it's too thick. No, you go buy some Philadelphia cream cheese. It's already perfectly made. It's already the perfect density. And it's really easy to work with. So challenge yourself. I think you can do it. I have faith that you could put together the Rick Camp version of this South Korean treat.
0: Interesting. What would I have to add to make it my version? Gravy. I was going to say barbecue sauce. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yeah. More (laughs) accurately, barbecue sauce. Yes. Yes. But a sweet barbecue. You know, you don't want to go too far off the map. Yeah. You don't want to go smoked or anything like that.
0: No, that'd be weird.
2: Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, we are responsible, I think. And I think the good people at DiGiorno Pizza owe us a debt of gratitude. You last week talked about the DiGiorno croissant frozen pizza. Yes. On the podcast. I had it this week. I've had a bunch of people, both uh, friends of the podcast and friends of me, text me pictures of empty store shelves where the croissant pizza used to be. Really? Yes. I bought one. I think i bought one the day we published and then i ate it okay. on wednesday and then i went back i went shopping for my parents on friday and went to get another one and they were all gone at the jewels in payless heights so i have to say rick this may be your finest recommendation yet the DiGiorno croissant pizza was fantastic yes
0: it's so good like because the one thing about a regular DiGiorno pizza that is a little and eh sometimes is just like how hard the crust is and then mm-hmm. the inside is just kind of i don't know leaves you wanting a little more but having that croissant type crust is it's next level man it was so good like
2: i couldn't get over how well it cooked how mm-hmm. the concept of the croissant worked out so well like i wasn't sure like okay if i cook this too long am i gonna ruin it we followed the directions, it worked out perfectly, and everybody like hope is kind of dubious about micro, about oven pizza. She's kind of like, eh, you know, because she we only got the four cheese because hope does not eat uh, I've, we've talked about this before. Do you know about yeah. her weird? I know she, you know she, you know she doesn't eat beef, but right. she eats pork, but she won't eat pork if, it's, if it has red sauce on it. so she won't have sausage pizza or pepperoni pizza that's I know certainly a hill I it i I know I it's very strange and I don't understand it but I've given up at this point trying to <laughs> try to argue yeah, so I, long story short we got the cheese DiGiorno, uh croissant pizza and it was fantastic and the three of us ate it and I, I was pr- I think I had three pieces. it probably cut because you have to cut it yourself so it all depends yeah. on how big a piece you cut but I think we probably made eight slices the way we cut it and i had three i think uh yeah that's about yeah i think that's right addy had one and i was i was pretty good i was full so about half maybe a little more than half of that pizza was enough to fill me up for a meal i was impressed very very good i ca- I gotta find more
0: yeah exactly yeah it's definitely like you can't like load up on them like jacks or something because they are a little more expensive but i mean it's quality that you're getting oh it's like, oh it's so good i think it was maybe
2: 6.99 or so yeah, something like that. What a ja- like if you if you're not getting jacks on sale, they're still maybe 4 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'll gladly pay 2 more dollars per pizza for the difference in quality between those two. I I thought it was the best frozen pizza I've ever had. I don't think there's any question I'm about it. I'm
0: pumping here about that because I'm, you know, punching the air because I'm like, you know what? It's good to, like, because, you know, we're normally pretty good with our recommendations, but when you really hit one out of the park, that's, uh, it's a good feeling.
2: It really is. It is a good feeling, and we got a note this week on the I'm Fat Podcast fans page on Facebook, uh, somebody tried the walleye at Culver's and posted photos and everything, and they said that I was right in my recommendation. It is legitimately the same as going up to Wisconsin and going to a supper club and getting properly made uh, you know breaded walleye it's fantastic so if you've not tried that yet that's the i'm fat podcast guarantee <laughs> you're gonna love the walleye it's amazing
0: Dude, and the size too because i remember you mentioned just like how big of a portion they're it is. giant it was it looked huge on that picture
2: yes they're enormous and very exciting for me next weekend hope and i are going to door county we're getting a little vacation uh we're staying at an airbnb so i'm gonna go get the real thing next weekend so that's going to be awesome i cannot wait for that i'll have a whole bunch of food reviews for you from wisconsin when i get back it'll be exciting
0: yeah i realize like this week i don't maybe you know maybe it's me settling into like my new schedule but like i really wasn't that adventurous food wise this week i was really just kind of hitting the staples yep uh more than anything but one thing i saw and i forget if it was on the fan page or somewhere else and i'm mad i had not thought of this Two of my favorite things that are very simple are grilled cheese mm-hmm. and garlic bread.
1: I, like where, not I like where you're make, headed.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> why not make grilled cheese with garlic bread? This is something that seems extremely obvious that me being a dummy has never thought of. <laughs> You can and do never that. done well they sell and, oh i i and i feel I, I feel a good amount of shame for having not thought of this because it seems like it would be amazing
2: it, it well it definitely would be because there. What, what is not amazing about garlic bread and cheese i mean it's right a,
0: there's no bad words in that
2: no and you can go to the jewels or whatever and buy like pre-made garlic bread that's usually what we do when we have whatever sort of pasta we have we just go buy the mm-hmm. pre-made because making it at home is easy but you want to cut out you know 10 15 minutes of prep just go buy the pre-made stuff i will warn you though the pre-made stuff is really buttery but that's okay. that's probably even better for preparing a grilled cheese you could probably just put it on the pan as is the only question is would you have to thaw it out see that's the research you have to do mm, but true. it doesn't matter just trial and error yeah and eventually you'll you'll perfect it that's a great idea i had the um i went to freddy's again and Uh, to get those onion rings that i love and i got their grilled cheese sandwich and it was just awesome i put a review on i forgot i think i put on all of our social medias the freddy's onion rings that are just the best in the world Mm -hmm. got them in bridgeport had one left when i got home to homewood and did the review there still crunchy still amazing best onion rings on earth um speaking of staples a place i've talked to talked about before on the podcast it's called simply slices the one I know of is in Crestwood. It's on Cicero. It looks like an old photo mat. And if you're under 40, uh, a photo mat was a place you used to bring your film drive through and they would develop it and you pick it up. Just a tiny little shack, right? It's just a little building. Maybe this Simply Slices has room for one table, but you drive through. Rick, the two slice special. Now I'm talking slice size slices of pizza. Okay. okay. Two of those in and a, and a large drink. that's not bad it's amazing and the pizza is so good it's crispy crust uh it's generously topped with sausage it's not just boring like here's some sauce and some cheese and some sausage there's actual oregano and and fennel and other spices in there that make it terrific it's as good as slices i've ever had uh in terms of like fast food pizza going but if there's a simply slices by you make sure you check it out the one i know again is in crestwood and i just i couldn't decide what to get on the way to my parents when i was uh, shopping for them because i'm just i'm kind of like you said i'm in kind of a rut with fast food lately mm-hmm. there's this you know wendy's and mcdonald's and like how many times can i get the same thing over and over again uh, i could eat healthy but that's not really an option so okay. i'm like yes simply slices great and I drove through there and, and got it, and it was awesome. So if you got one of those near you, find it and try it. It's really, really good. I had, I had avoided trying it for years, mm-hmm. and then finally was like, all right, screw it. I'm going to give it a shot. It's If it's bad, it's pizza. How bad can it be?
0: Yeah, Exactly, yeah. The, the replacement level on pizza is extremely high.
2: Right. You can't really go wrong, but this was tremendous. I, I mean, it's something I find myself craving now, which is something I didn't expect.
0: So the place by me that I go to for slices is Old Town Pizza. It's So I don't remember. So when you were working at IMS, were you ever there for like the pizza days? Yeah. Okay. It's the place. It's that pizza. It's that place that That, they bring in. That's good. uh, Yeah. And and like their slices, when when you're just getting slices, they're not like the thin. They're a, a thicker crust. And it's like for me. I would say it's the size of a sabar like in terms of just pure area, mm-hmm. like size of a Sabar slice, but think closer to a pan thickness. Okay. And I mean, I can like one of those, depending on how hungry I am, one of those, and I could be just fine. Or if it's a, a day where I'm hungry, I mean, two of those and I'm like full, but it's still really, really good. And they have. I wish I remember what the specials are, like what the prices are on the specials. But you can either get a can of pop or a liter of pop along with a slice or two if you like. And uh, it's a pretty solid value. So I recommend that. That's on uh, 38, which is Roosevelt Road in Lombard, pretty much right at that intersection with Main Street Lombard.
2: I'm going to i'll try i've i had it and it's good i'll try when i'm in the area i'll try the slices there because they sound fantastic now with simply slices they've got calzones too i see them on the menu but then i drive through and i i like the pizza so much Mm -hmm. you know you you talked about this last week where you just find a thing you like and stick with it at some point i'm just gonna have to bite the bullet and try the calzone too because no
0: I, I, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the old town menu now and they have this because they they have a bunch of stuff like a, a lot of your Italian like they have some wraps, they have pasta, they have stuff off the grill. they also have you can get either the calzone or Panzerati, and I have not gotten either before from there, so I'm probably going to have to do the same thing. <sighs> Thats it I'm getting the calzone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever had a panzerati i don't think i've had them it's gonna be good it's the same thing as a calzone just fried instead of baked right yeah so it can't be bad i just haven't done it before nothing is made worse by frying it facts
2: it might be as good you know but it's not it's not gonna be worse because it was fried even like the oreos or snickers even if it's not really your thing
0: you can't tell me it's worse yeah, it's, it's, it's so, so good true. Oh, i'm hey, actually tweet. i'm actually tweeting out your quote right now oh thank you Noth, nothing is made worse by frying it
2: that's true that could be like uh that sounds like a t-shirt idea yes. <laughs> we could definitely have that made um yeah make sure you check out our t public shop of course uh link in bio on all of our social media pages uh rick something amazing happened this week yeah i paid off my mazda
0: nice yes that has to be a great it's such a good feeling because I I paid off my car not too not too long ago and it is such a good feeling
2: it's a great feeling and what's also great is knowing that when I tweet that I did such a thing that our guy Eric from Mazda of Orland Park is watching my every step saying cool when are you coming in for the trade-in I'm like
0: damn it Eric Yep. <laughs> give, me, be... give me five minutes to enjoy this <laughs> right, give
2: me five minutes of no car payment but when I am ready to buy which Will probably be next year about this time. I will be headed to Mazda Rowan Park 708 444 3200. Make sure you ask for Eric. Uh, I drive the 2015 CX5, that's a car I just paid off, and truly the best car I've ever owned. and I am a Mazda customer for life. And uh, I would have said that before they jumped on the podcast because it's true. I've never been so pleased with a car in my life, just the reliability. And on top of that, The service offered at Mazda of Orland Park is unmatched. I'm going there Wednesday to get an oil change and all those sort of things before we hit the road for Door County on Friday. So uh, looking forward to seeing Eric there. But if you're in the market for a new car, why not consider Mazda? Why not consider Mazda of Orland Park? Call Eric, 708-444-3200. He'll get you set up. He'll get you started. And uh, I promise you, uh, you'll be very, very pleased with your new Mazda, be it a CX-5, a CX-9. I really like the Mazda uh, CX-3. They got a lot of nice, like, whatever sort of car you're in the market for, they've got it at Mazda of Park and at Mazda in general. So check them out, Park.com. Again, 708-444-3200. All right, Rick, I have a little complaint about okay. food. Uh, and it's not a huge complaint, but I went to Gloria Jeans yesterday, the, the, fa- the famous Homewood Gloria Jeans, uh, drove through, didn't really know what they had. I saw they had donuts, which was a surprise to me. I don't know if it's a promotional thing, but they've got those for at least a limited time. But I ended up getting a banana muffin, which is kind of my go to in terms of, you know, baked items at coffee shops. Sure. Why? And, you know, I know you don't like nuts at all. I like nuts on on things. Like I'm I'm here for it. But why put banana or why put nuts on banana muffins? I don't get like where where does that combination come together? I don't really understand how that works. Banana bread is one of my favorite things. I we let bananas go so bad in our house so we can make banana bread and I've never felt the desire to put nuts on it. I don't know if people are doing it like just to give it some sort of air quotes health element or whatever Mm -hmm. but i just find that banana and nut don't go together very well and it's not you know it's not bad it doesn't ruin it i just don't know why banana nut became a thing a lot of other combinations make sense to me like oatmeal raisin that makes sense you want to add a little bit of the sweetness to the oatmeal flavor Mm -hmm. but how does banana and nut how did that come together? I don't understand it. I don't know. Maybe someone who is a, 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 a baker or with some experience in baking or, or pastry making or whatever can give me some sort of scientific reason why banana and nut work together. But I always find myself whenever I get banana bread and there's nuts on it, I find myself wishing the nuts weren't there.
0: Interesting. See, like in, in some contexts, I understand because if it's more of a... Traditional where it's literally you have slices of banana in something or on something Mm -hmm. I could see wanting the nuts there for some sort of textural change just because you know bananas are so soft so like I could understand it in that context But yeah, I'm a little at a loss just with not being a a big nut person in general and just I'm kind of good on like any form of nut or whatever like on my bread Mm-hmm. Like I under there are a lot of places where I need a textural difference, but in bread in or on bread is not one of them.
2: I get that. Well, let me ask you this: You worked at uh, Baker Square forever.
0: Did mm-hmm. the banana cream pie have nuts on it? If I remember right, I think it had like. Did it have like shaved almond or something on top of it? Maybe
2: like decorative shaved almonds, yeah. like on the dollops of cream or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think there may. I think there may have been. I don't. It's 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 been a minute since I worked there, or since it really I've even been to one. Uh, but Hard to find. Yeah, seriously, the one the one that was left in even like relative distance to me, uh, I believe it closed. So the one I think that's the one by uh, like Fox Valley Mall. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that one closed. Uh but yeah, I've. I th- pretty sh- i'm pretty sure there is i'm looking
2: at people trying to recreate these from baker square and they all have shaved almonds on them okay. some people have toasted coconut which get that out of my face please yes all the time no not a big coconut guy i like the taste is- of coconut i don't like the texture of it
0: yeah this is this is a uh, a very coconut hesitant podcast <laughs>
2: <laughs> nothing is made worse by frying it we are a, to- a coconut what, what did you say a coconut hesitant podcast I like, yes that's, that's good that's good
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think do you i'm trying to think if we have anything i the, the i it's have funny the, the other things that we have i have like circles around and all this other stuff be like hey idiot don't forget this but it's like not stuff for this moment
2: i have uh what we did last night was something i've not done since the pandemic began one of my favorite congrats on the sex um (laughs) i'm just gonna leave that one there um one of my favorite things to do in life is to go out and get mexican food and eat so much that i literally have to be rolled out of the restaurant it's like great just going out and getting tons of chips and salsa ordering a huge plate of Mexican food with rice and beans and a burrito or a bunch of tacos or whatever, drinking a bunch of margaritas, whatever. So Frontera, which is Chicago's premier, uh, I guess you'd say upscale Mexican food. It's owned by Rick Bayless. Uh, It's terrific. They had a delivery truck in Orland Park that came yesterday. So we ordered this, I think two or three weeks ago, we ordered this and we actually kept forgetting we had done that and hope's like oh yes tomorrow is frontera day so she comes home she goes picks it up comes home we get queso fundido with chorizo which is amazing
0: Ooh.
2: we get four like little sauce cups of uh, different sauces uh tin of steak and chicken with veggies in there you know peppers whatever it's like fajita basically ingredients mm-hmm. uh, a side of rice a side of beans uh, a jo- like a, um, a bottle of margarita. Nice. And what am I missing? Oh, two big sauce cups of guac and okay. uh, flan, like four little mini pies of flan. It was expensive. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This was expensive. But dude, just to be in that space again where I was just overly stuffed full of Mexican food which is just it's my favorite it's my favorite thing and i've missed that so much it's funny you think about the things you miss during this and you don't really remember until that memory is sparked for you right Mm -hmm. but one of my favorite things to do is just go out with friends to dinner and just pound margaritas and chips and salsa and mexican food and just leave fat and happy and a little bit buzzed and i was able to do that last night and it was it was a really nice feeling it was it was a familiar Uh, a familiar discomfort that i welcomed very very much it was (laughs) it was so my god it was so good and it's funny because it traveled from chicago to orland and then back to homewood that's That's a lot of travel for that food and and, you know it was we had to we had to re-prepare it like put it back in the microwave or oven or whatever every individual item had instructions for how to correctly reheat it Oh, that's cool. So, it was great. It was so so good. So, if you see that coming to your area, don't hesitate. I know it's a it's a little expensive, but it feels good to have a nice meal that someone else prepared for you. Um, and just man, those margaritas, they're killer. They're
0: so good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: margaritas get me so quick. Really? Like I could have one margarita and I feel like the warmth in my face and the tinglyness. Mm-hmm. I get that really fast from I, it's tequila, obviously. Yeah. But but it's a, I always like feeling that way from them. Like I don't feel. I think I said before. Sometimes when I drink like too much beer, I don't feel great. Mm-hmm. Probably because of all the grain and all the you know gluten and
0: all the stuff in there. Yeah. But man, margs. I love the drunk feeling for margaritas. It really is a good one. Like that was. Um. I know we've talked about it off the podcast. I don't remember if we've talked about it on the podcast. Of like in my my few days where I was in North Carolina, I had. We had one night where it was like just kind of agreed in the place that we were staying like, okay, we're just kind of we're just going to town tonight. Mm-hmm. And of course, the J- Cayman Jack margaritas that I talk about often on this podcast, uh, they we had them, but then there was also just like tequila on the side there. So every time we were pouring one of these Cayman Jacks into a, you know a regular whatever glass we were drinking out of extra tequila went with it and boy howdy those <laughs> things oh man we started out because it was uh, my buddy marty that i've brought up on the podcast before started by like oh yeah let's add one extra shot of tequila okay cool because like the Cayman jacks are decent to begin with then you add an extra shot and you're like okay and then by the end of the night like when we got to like the sixth one of them or something like that I tasted it and I was like, Marty, how much did you put in here? And he's, you know, we're both pretty far gone at this <laughs> point. And he's like, oh man, I just threw three shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: God. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. So, like, I walked by one of our other buddies who was driving. So he was sober. He was just kind of uh, enjoying all of this and just watching all of us. I was like, I was like, Dan take was like smell this and he was just like good god (laughs) and it was like there's tequila and maybe some other things in there
2: yeah it's mostly would you like some uh margarita with your tequila pretty much have you ever done the beer marg where the corona is like half poured oh yeah like a corona
0: rita type thing those are really good yes they are yeah, I, that's what that's where you need something lighter in terms of like the beer. You definitely need like a lighter beer, like a Corona for something like that. Yeah. You can't do that with like anything like, like Guinness. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be disgusting. Or some like heavy IPA. Dude, I, I had Guinness. Um, I'm not the biggest Guinness guy, but... I had one as part of, like, this was, God, this was like 10 years ago now, when I had gone back to NIU to meet up with some friends, and it was like around graduation time, so we did the graduate graduation rail at one of the bars, yeah <laughs> so it was like you have a checklist of it was either 8 or 10 beers you have to have in the time that you're there. And like there are a few of them that are like required like guinness was required um i think they require you to do at least one something really light of like a bud light miller light or coors light Uh, just to be safe yeah exactly you know and then you get to choose a couple of like choose something domestic choose something uh international whatever and that was like one of the few times i had guinness and i planned my whole strategy around okay when do i want to get to the guinness because it's not my thing it's super heavy, and I was like, okay. So I, I forget when I had it, but I remember building out my strategy of in what order to have everything based around when I had the Guinness.
2: I, I like Guinness. I very much do. And when we went, to the, we went to the Guinness factory, when they sent us to Ireland for work, air quotes, work. Um, I think there was a show that happened in there at some point. None of us remember it, but we definitely did. There were headphones and microphones, and we were in front of them, so something happened for (laughs) for a few hours on that that, trip.
0: Was that like the highest percentage of time of a trip that you were not sober?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, we were, I don't know. I'm trying to remember it was was you, Abadacola, And Spiegel. Yeah, that's it. So look everyone knows maddie right if you're a longtime score listener maddie parties everyone nice. knows about a cola gets down more than anybody i know but spiegel is sneaky in that way too he was always like oh a friday remote let me have a little scotch for the last hour uh so those two and me i'm not a big drinker but when when jameson sends you to ireland and says, "Hey, enjoy 3 days on us. Here's all the Jameson you can drink." You say, "Oh my god. Okay, thanks." Yes. <laughs> and then one of the days you find time to get yourself out of bed and uh, go to the Guinness factory and they make you like to get to the Guinness the top of the Guinness factory is where the bar is, where you taste the fresh Guinness. It's a lot of stairs. So everyone's like, it's the most refreshing Guinness you'll ever have. I said, I think a certain percentage of that is because I just climbed 50 stairs to get here, and I just need (laughs) something to drink. But, man, I'm a huge Guinness fan. I love Guinness. And it's perfect on – it's not something that you drink a lot of, but if you're going to have a beer with dinner, especially if you're having a heartier like a steak or something like that or some kind of stew – Baby, you got a stew. Um, then that's then I I, that's what I like Guinness for. So
0: Oh, uh before we get to the fat phone, Mm -hmm. so my new my new like kind of role within Entercom Chicago and the score is I'm working with You Better You Bet every day on the radio or the BeckQL Audio Network is what it's called. So I'm working with guys that live in Philadelphia and a couple of guys that are even further into the Northeast. So we do a segment where essentially I asked the producers, what are they excited to see tonight, sports or otherwise? And I said that I had a Kentucky bourbon barrel ale waiting for me, and I was excited to have that. And I got mercilessly like killed, A, because none of them had ever heard of it. And B because it sounds like the most pretentious thing on earth, which I won't disagree with the with the B (laughs) on that. But like, it's one of those where I completely forgot that that's not like a national thing. And then I looked it up, and it's like in 25 states. But I guess you know the 25 it's not are part of the Northeast. So like, I'm just getting like, and they kept bringing it up all week. Of I'm just getting killed for this, of just like, oh Rick with his pretentious beers, and like they're trying to figure out what it is. I'm like. It's just really damn good, but it's like a like a dessert type. Like I consider that I don't know if it's technically called like a dessert type beer, but you know, like one you have for special occasion, you only have like one at a time. Sure, maybe two if you're feeling frisky, and uh, yeah, like that. That's what that made me think of.
2: Food shaming in general can KMA, as Les Grobstein would say. <laughs> but the, but regional beers are a big thing. Like people taught you, like you're a fool if you've never had Yingling, but it's yeah. not available here. Sorry, right, I did, like, I'd
0: never had it until
2: I was in North Carolina. And by the way, really good. It is really good. I think you can get it in Indiana so I, I can get it very easily. If you really like it, I can get you some because I'm what, 15 minutes from the Indiana border. So I can drive over and grab some because I know our guy Tim Bach drinks it all the time. Okay. It is just a good like lager. It's just a, del- mm-hmm. you know, but it's just not available in Illinois for whatever reason. But yeah. those things will change. They'll come. All right. Is it time to get to the fat phone? it is bless me father for i've sinned it's been
0: one week since my last confession
1: okay my son what is your confession
0: i'm fat <laughs> i'm sorry i just love that
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right first one is a little long no, hold
0: on hold on hold <laughs> oh, on oh i'm sorry i'm I got, sorry i gotta do the i gotta, gotta do the, the, the proppers yes i because I'm you excited. know the, the fat the fat <laughs> phones brought to you by team hockberg because if you're looking to buy sell or refinance your home Go to David Hochberg because he is the dude in the in the Chicagoland area when you are looking to buy, sell, or refinance your home. 855-56-DAVID-56-DAVID.com. Listen, everybody respects David. He's a well-known name in the business, and that's why you can trust him and his people at Team Hochberg because they know by prioritizing you and what's best for you and not necessarily what's going to maximize the bottom line at every single second for them – they're gonna get your business again. They're going. You're hopefully going to refer them. To <laughs> to,
1: <laughs> to
0: your friends for yes. Oh, I'm a hundred percent an idiot. When it's their time to refinance their home, or when they're looking to move. So if it, the process is a little intimidating, which I completely understand, because hey, Jay and I have both been there. There's a lot that goes into buying or selling a home contact Team Hochberg, go to 56david.com, call eight five 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 six 56 david and they can put you on the right path to put, so that you can be in the best position to succeed and maximize your profits in whichever way you need to when you're buying or selling. And if you're just kind of not sure and want to learn a little more about the process, but you know don't really want to take the effort to reach out, saturdays from 10 a.m to 1 p.m on 720 a.m this wgn radio in chicago david has his radio show home sweet home chicago he gives out advice guests come on and give out advice they answer questions so it's a really good way to kind of dip your toe in the water before if you're a little hesitant about reaching out uh to team Hawkberg about this process. So one more time, eight five 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 six David 56David.com for all your mortgage needs and Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS one one two four oh six one.
2: All right. Sorry for my enthusiasm. I'm sorry, David. I'm just excited. I really enjoyed my new drop from Always Sunny. Um I was very excited to get to the fat phone. All right, if you have a fat fashion or a fat story, 708 858 3314. 708 858 3314. Before we get to the voicemails, we've got a bit of a fat phone challenge for you all this week. The big sensation on TikTok, and by the way, I was very hesitant to adopt TikTok, but it's Mm -hmm. really, really good. Their algorithm is perfect. I never see anything I don't want to see on there. They have very quickly figured out what I enjoy, what I don't. So I highly recommend TikTok. I know I'm a 43-year-old man saying that, but it's really, really good. Anyway, the trend is tell me your something without telling me your something. So like tell me your mother was strict without telling me your mother was strict. We're going to challenge you, okay? I'll de- so it's going to be tell me you're fat without telling me you're fat. 708-858-3314. For example, if I were to call a fat phone and I was asked, tell me you're fat without telling me you're fat, I would say, I'd never tasted lettuce until I was in college. That's sort of the example we're looking for. <laughs> so if you've got one of those, send it to the fat phone, 708-858-3314, tell me you're fat without telling me you're fat. That is a challenge. All right, first voicemail is a little long, but it's worth it.
1: Hey, boys, this is Alex, and uh, I remember listening to admission about his closest call. It just kept me thinking about worst time of my experience having that happen. And to give a little background story, I was a bit heavier at the time and had severe acid reflux and uh, would take an over-the-counter drug for it that would uh, affect your your gut. So I started that, ended up going to the uh, auto show with my father and for lunch decided to stop at the kiosk and get a few things. Ended up deciding to get a beef and sausage combo along with a personal pizza. Ended up heading back home and going to a movie later that night with my future wife. So, again, at a movie, you're going to order some popcorn or something like that. We get popcorn and soda. About three quarters of the way through the movie, starting to get the, uh, the bubble gut feeling. Walking out, it got a little bit worse. And there was a portillo's was about 500 yards away, thinking you know what, I'd rather go there than the movie theater, which was packed with people. So make it about 15 steps out of the building and it hit me hard. (laughs) And I looked at her and I said, I'm not going to make it. Proceeded to turn around and do the waddle and stop and clinch about four times before making it back into the building and the bathroom was packed as the movie had just released at that point i did not care whatsoever i just uh let nature take its course and i'm sure everybody in the bathroom was not pleased with the uh the sounds they were hearing
2: <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there my friend oh yes oh see when i started hearing the message he talked about the auto show which to me, my biggest complaint with that is there's only that one bathroom in McCormick Place. Mm-hmm. And if you're anywhere but right there, it's quite a journey to the bathroom. So I thought that was going to be. And then there's a bunch of stairs, which if you're doing right. the clench, it's very problematic. Um, but that's a, that's a good day of
0: food. Uh, you know, what, you know, I'm, I'm imagining him almost like um, it's almost like uh, in a Van Wilder. <laughs> we're just like rushing through the test and everything like that that's what i'm imagining of like that type of like the noises and the walk yep that that's that's the essence right there
2: definitely and I, i've it's funny he mentioned he went with his future wife my story of my closest call which i've told many times uh from what i now call willie nelson's crap your pants ranch <laughs> uh, more famously known as texas roadhouse uh i've we're probably about a mile from home as I was driving home on the highway in pain and agony. And I just looked over at hope and I'm like, if I, if this happens right now in this car, is she going to stay with me or is this going to be a deal breaker? Uh, Fortunately, I was able to make it the extra mile and got home and was just before the, uh, the cheeks hit the porcelain, the, the task had been completed it was just oh my god so i've never been to texas roadhouse uh again because of that uh i i remember it was good i just i cannot get that memory out of my head and it was uh, the mistake was i knew like as i was leaving i'm like i should probably go back in because i'm feeling like i gotta you know it's time i'm like yeah i'll get home and then 10 minutes out i'm like oh boy yeah i should have gone and then just just mercifully hanging on for dear life on the way home uh not a great feeling
0: all right big not well hold on we have to Uh-oh. ask the question yeah if I, I don't remember if i've asked it before have you ever asked hope what would have happened
2: she said she would she she claimed she would not have stayed with me <laughs> but we were that, that, we're we'll living together out. we've got a place together this was very very close to when i proposed like maybe a few months before i proposed so, thankfully, you didn't
0: have that feeling when you were proposing. Yeah, really. That's one act that would have really been problematic.
2: Uh, I'm down on one knee and I can't get up.
0: Please bring I, a bucket I'm down. <laughs> I'm down on one knee and I crap myself. Will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, well, I made it. So very pleased to say, I've not. That is not. I've not not made it as an adult. That is my the one point of pride I have remaining in my life.
0: There you go. All right.
1: Hey, fats. It's Jason
0: from Oshkosh. My question for you this week, you can only pick
1: one of these proteins for the rest of your life, beef, chicken, or pork. I know it
0: seems very easy to write off pork right away, but when you guys are talking about all your deli sandwiches and the delicious meats that go on them, a lot of those are pork, pepperoni's pork and pizza toppings, Um, very difficult
1: can't wait to hear what you guys have to say love the show
2: i feel like we've tackled this one before
0: yeah and uh jason's evil for bringing it back up
2: yeah and he brings up some really good points about pork and he had me very much thinking about this again but i think god it's hard because so many of my favorite things have pork on them or in them sausage pizza pepperoni pizza um bacon obviously breakfast sausage uh you know those sort of things Mm -hmm. but i still think just because of the versatility that chicken is the answer like you can have so many different like chicken so many different ways it's also the most boring of the three
0: yeah that's the
2: thing but it's so versatile but like if you get if you can only have pork it kind of eliminates fast food Mm -hmm. like there's not a lot of places you can drive through and get i guess you could do mcdonald's breakfast all day
0: but See to me if it was if it was beef or pork. It's easy, and I'm going beef. You're eliminating beef. No, I no. If sorry, if it's I'm keeping beef over if it's pork. Just beef or pork. Okay, I, I'm keeping beef, but yeah, the chicken aspect, that's rough.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That's a I tough question. Your
0: question. I dismiss <laughs> your question. I refuse
2: hand. to answer your question. Yes. Yeah. That that's. I'm going to go with that too. I'm not answering it. I refuse. Thank you. Hey, guys. This is Bob in Morgan Park. Love your podcast. Uh,
1: There's a couple of fast food places that I'll only eat at, like, maybe three, four times a year, and one of those is White Castles, and uh, I have a fast fashion uh, related to that. Uh, I am not only a Catholic, but a pastor of a Catholic church. And, of course, during the most holy season of Lent, uh, Catholics will refrain from eating meat on Fridays. But it seems like... uh, once a year during the
2: Lenten season, I'll find myself going to the White Castles at like 11.45 p.m. on a Friday so I can go through the drive through and then by the time I get home, it's technically Saturday. It's like 12.04 a.m. so I can eat my White Castles on a Saturday when it's no longer
1: a Friday. Uh, keep up the good work. Enjoy the show.
2: No, oh, wait a minute.
0: I I need, I I need to hear a sermon from Bob so bad about the White Castles. But Pastor Bob is coming to us for clarification on Catholic rules.
2: We should be asking you these questions, Bob. Seriously.
0: And Christ went to the apostles and he said come on and he said go bears <laughs> <laughs> i think that uh,
2: what he is doing is perfectly reasonable and logical uh, yeah right? i mean unless you view see it's all how you look at a day right because mm-hmm. if you're if it's thursday night and you're out past midnight and it's you know 12 15 a.m and you drive right. through can you not, can you now not get a burger or are you doing it by day like, well, that's yeah, still technically exactly. Thursday because I haven't slept yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. Is it your sleep pattern or is it actual time?
2: Here's what I'm going to say uh, to Pastor Bob. And I maybe might go to hell for this, but I don't think God cares. I think he's got some other crap going on. And, uh, <laughs> and if you eat meat at just past midnight on a Friday, I think he'll be okay with it. He or yeah. she.
0: Like, that's the that's the, uh, the Les Grobstein style of it's by the time on the clock that's that's the way les handles it when his show starts at midnight it is the new day it is not you know he doesn't reference anything as even if it finished 20 minutes before it's not it tonight happened yesterday
2: yep last night yesterday yep very so, confusing yeah, as a I, listener but
0: the so, way <laughs> oh 100 so i think as long as you're consistent in the way you handle it like if you are someone where it's by your sleep pattern or if it's by the clock as long as you stick to that one way the entire time i think you're solid
2: yeah i think you're good bob also you're a pastor so i think you're you're, you're i you're think probably
0: you're, probably pretty safe
2: yeah probably good good odds all right we got one more
1: lance levine cfo of the tournament of junk here <laughs> as, well, as well as my dog Jacob. who doesn't like when i'm on the phone Anyway, I have a very simple uh, conundrum for you, gentlemen, and I'd like to put this up to a vote with the listeners, the esteemed listeners of the i Fat podcast, as well. Very simply, is chili a soup? Thank you. I'll sit down and wait, listen for my answer.
0: Rick, I mean, no. I don't think of it as soup. I think of chili as chili. Chili. Like, if if anything, like, it's a no, stew. There's no. Yeah. There's no like broth really right i
2: think for soup to be soup well but you get like a cream soup and there's no broth really it's more of a cream but there is an actual like base with the ingredients in it so i'm gonna say no chili is not a soup chili if if anything it's a stew
0: Mm -hmm. but it's chili chili is chili yes yeah so there's there's one when whenever in this podcast history if we ever start having guests there's one that I want to have on for these types of questions. Okay. Uh, he is not a fat, but he is funny and has talked about a lot of these types of questions in food before. And that's uh, Zach Harper from The Athletic. All right. Because I believe he has dubbed pizza just an open face sandwich. <laughs>
2: Here. I think we've done this before, but it's been a while yeah. with the yeah. here's how I answer these questions. Okay. We'll, we'll use the hot dog as sandwich thing. If someone says to you, hey, we're having a party, can you bring sandwiches? And you say, absolutely, I'll bring some sandwiches. And you show up with a bunch of hot dogs, that person's going to look at like you like you're an idiot. So True. conversely, if someone said, hey, we're having a potluck, can you bring some soup? And you bring chili, you have failed your mission. That's how what? I answer these questions. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the best way to do it it's the best way to look at it how would other people react if you said no this is no i brought hot dogs those are sandwiches
0: right yep all right that, oh man i would love to see that conversation take place though with zach harper with who no just like in general of like if you brought hot dogs as sandwiches and said what it's a sandwich just like the looks you would get from people please i leave. want to see their faces
2: put, put those hot dogs down and please leave Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Is it time to
2: ask the fats? It is. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Ask a fat this week is brought to you by our friends at Dr. Squatch Natural Soap Company. I shouldn't even call it soap company anymore because they've got so many other products. Yes, the soap is where Dr. Squatch Got on the map is how they got on the map. Is that how you say it? But the deodorant, the hair care kit, the beard oil, the toothpaste if you put it on your skin, you put it on your body, Dr. Squatch has it and it's the best you can get. This week they launched a new deodorant scent, the Birchwood Breeze, and I ordered it. I will have a f- full review very, very soon on the next episode. But if you've not checked out Dr. Squatch yet, check it out drsquatch.com it's a subscription-based service you can buy one time and call it a day but you can save by adding it as a subscription and that's what i do Uh, go check out their bar soaps their hair care kits the toothpaste the deodorant everything it's great i absolutely love their soaps i've got four different scents in my shower at any given time and i love it so go to the site drsquatch.com on the top right corner you're going to see that Squatch quiz if it's your first time Take that quiz. They'll help you pick out the right scents, the right textures for your needs. Maybe you've got dry skin. Maybe you've got oily skin. Maybe you like a soap that can exfoliate. Maybe you don't. Take that quiz, and it'll help you find all the right things for you. When you're ready to check out, this is most important, use that promo code IMFAT20. You'll save 20% on your order while helping the podcast at the same time drsquatch.com promo code I'm Fat20. So many of you have joined Squatch Nation and there's not been a single complaint yet and I think the vast majority of people have stayed on ab subscribers and uh, boy, the stuff smells great, it makes you feel great. your skin, your hair, your teeth, everything will thank you DrSquatch.com, promo code I'm fat. Twenty, got an email here from our guy charlie the bacon guy who is our title sponsor for march fatness we'll have more details on that coming very very soon he says for all the fried chicken you both have talked about maybe i ha- maybe i missed it but i haven't heard either of you mention white fence farm what gives rick have you ever had white fence farm
0: i have i think it's overrated
2: uh it's
0: like it's solid i i wish i remember it's it's been a little while since i've been
2: did you have the proper like the big white fence farm on route 53 or did you have the uh like the little store in downers grove i don't think it matters. No. same stuff i'm just curious
0: no the the like the big boy one
2: okay yeah me and, too and
0: yeah like i thought the sides were better than the chicken
2: dude Honestly. we are on the same page those hush puppies they have yes are insane these are
0: great and the chicken was good yeah but it's it's just like the the reputation is so sterling it's like calm down a little bit it's it's solid chicken it's not like it's bad it's not like i would turn it down but it's nowhere near my favorite fried chicken i've had yeah i think part of it
2: is it's been in business for so long and they make it probably you know properly you know it's not mass produced like it would be at a popeyes or a kfc Mm -hmm. or whatever and again it is really good but i had it and was like okay it's fried chicken like it wasn't anything that i'm gonna crave ever again and you're right the thing that i remember most are those hush puppies and they were they were awesome that was definitely my favorite part of things at white fence farm again it's not, it's definitely not it's good it's mm-hmm. really good i just don't think it's quite where people kind of make it out to be as like the be-all end-all of fried chicken i, I sort of, i disagree
0: with that yeah my first question comes from scott Who's the and I think I forget if we've done this recently or not. Who's the best fat actor of all time? He lists John Candy, Chris Farley, Marlon Brando.
2: Well, I mean, if we're saying who is the best actor of those three, it's Marlon Brando. <laughs> there's that, yes. I don't think there's much question about it. But it's who entertained you the most, mm-hmm. right? And my my first thought was Farley. But when you really look at the John Candy catalog, it's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Um, it's tough. I think I'm still going to give it to Farley just because Tommy Boy and uh, Beverly Hills Ninja and Black Sheep were so like such a huge part of my life at that time. I watch those movies yeah. constantly and I'm a huge SNL guy. I watch every episode every week. Um, so I'm going to give it to Farley. But the best of those three, the best actor is without question, Merlin Brando. <laughs> it's not even close
0: yeah and like so there's one that i'll add in for like just the entertainment factor uh that has kind of fluctuated a bit as of as of late but i for where was i oh i so i get to my mom's yesterday and you know because i always go over there and do laundry and say hey and my brother is watching 40 year old virgin and they get to the scene where steve carell goes to ask ask the uh we buy your or we sell your stuff on ebay store lady out yes and jonah hill is there to buy the like just ignorant like platform (laughs) shoes and whatever yeah and just like how deadpan he keeps it and just like you know especially like early jonah hill is so good like all of his mannerisms in super bad are so perfect for fats because like you know you get a little bit of like the dealing with the small clothes and the pulling at the clothes and everything and just like it's, it's the lack just, of confidence yeah it just felt so spot on
2: yeah he i i don't know if that was his first role but he was in also he was in grandma's boy mm-hmm. as like a you know not an extra but he was a side character in that movie uh but yeah that, that was the first time i really noticed jonah hill and i i just I want to buy these. I want to take these home, and you're making that very difficult.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just so
2: well delivered. <laughs> but you're right. Like, I think his character in Super Bad was really explains the mentality of fat people really well. Like, just the way yes. he acted, the way he was insecure. Um, yeah, yeah, he's another good one. It's funny. I just I just googled fat actors to make sure I'm not missing anything, and the first one is Jonah Hill. Nice. <laughs> that was like the first one to show up. Pretty funny. So, um. All right, got one here from our buddy Popcorn Andy. He says, "For the rest of your life, you can have only one Italian beef or the Italian beef and sausage combo. Which would you pick?" Now that's easy. The combo, because even if you're not feeling the sausage, so to speak, he has <laughs> take it out and have a beef sandwich. Yeah, yeah, that's an yeah, easy that one. makes
0: sense. And then you have a sausage for later. Right.
2: Exactly. That was an easy one, Andy. Challenge us next time. Damn it.
0: Yeah, this one from Ben. When is enough. Enough with adding foods onto other foods, like a turkey, di- like a turkey dinner on a burger. I mean, I like both separate, but not always together. Your thoughts?
2: I agree. I think there's some places now that are just doing it to, like, look at this extreme food item we have. It's not creative. It's not. Right. Um, it doesn't work taste wise. Like, if you if someplace some place finds like the first person to fry an egg on a burger, right? Mm -hmm. that makes sense it works it the flavor profile of that works together the the yolk with the burger works that makes sense but just like throwing crap on top of crap just to do it that doesn't make sense to me like you're it's at some point you're just doing it for the for the coverage
0: yes instead of the actual
2: taste of it or there's no there's no culinary accomplishment made there you're just stacking crap on top of other crap
0: i will say one that i had not too terribly long ago, and I'm pretty sure I brought it up on the podcast at the time. A burger with chorizo and then having pepper jack cheese like lock in the chorizo. Yeah. Oh, my God.
2: That makes sense. That makes perfect sense together. That, that's not an over, you know what I mean? That's not, oh, yeah. look at the crazy crap we're going to do. No, that's mm-hmm. those are things that work together. That's what I'm talking about. But Where when it's that like burger. go visit it
0: i gotta remember where it was
2: first (laughs) just check your just estimate approximately what year it was and then go check your bank statement i can't tell you how often i've done that where i'm like where did i have that let's see that was uh summer of 2018 onto my bank website to see if i can find out where it was (laughs) it happens sometimes all right uh got one here from mordecai He says, what is your favorite Jewish deli food? And he says, including uh, not just like matzo ball soup or pastrami, but the black and white cookie, those sort of things. What's your favorite Jewish deli food?
0: I'm keeping it simple. It's pastrami. Yeah, it's hard to beat that. I mean, it's so good. And especially uh, when I was taking the train every day, I would try like once every other week. like basically once a pay period to... uh, uh, go to in the French Market, which is in like the lower level of Ogilvie Transportation T- Center in mm-hmm. uh, in downtown Chicago. I would go to Fumare Meats and get their pastrami on rye, and it's magical. Yeah, it's, I'm not. A, oh, it's so good. I'm not a
2: big rye guy.
0: I'm not either, but yeah. like w- with the pastrami, it just works.
2: Yeah, it's worked for centuries. I mean, there's a reason those are served together. I've often talked about Bergstein's <laughs> New York Deli in uh, Chicago Heights, mm-hmm. and they've got a sandwich called the BNY. Corned beef, pastrami, and brisket on a brioche roll. No bad words there. No, sir. That's really good. All right, we got one this or that from the this or that king. Greg, craft beer or craft singles? <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm going craft beer because there's so many better substitutes for craft singles correct
2: and man i just love fresh sliced deli cheese oh yeah man it's so good it's been my go-to lately it's you know i was on my deli kick and now i'm on my deli cheese slices kick where Mm -hmm. i go and get like the lando lakes american cheese or whatever just sliced at the deli it's so good it's so much better i don't know why but it is it's terrific all right, well that's all I got, buddy.
0: Yeah. I think I think we got yeah, we got through that actually pretty quick. All right. Thank you to everybody for listening. Make sure to subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate and review the podcast. Check out our sponsors, Dr. Squatch. Remember to use that promo code I'm fat 20 with a for 20% off orders of $20 or more. Easy enough for me to say. Team Hockberg, 56david.com, 855-56-David for all your mortgage needs, and Mazda of Orland Park, call our guy Eric, 708-444-3200, or check out Mazda of mazdaoforlandpark.com. He's Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.
1: If you thought you had to travel far to savor the Pad Thai of Bangkok, or to taste the pastries of Paris... Take another look. With two times total points at grocery stores, your same kitchen can come with more cuisines. Sapphire Preferred from Chase? Make more of what's yours. and up to $1,000 in purchases
0: per month from November 1st, 2020 to April 30th, 2021. Account subject to credit approval. Cards issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member of Me,
1: me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, p powder Donut. <clears throat>